0: Welcome, Crusaders, to the Dirt Crusade Podcast. This is episode 18. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about uh, movies. Uh, I saw Fast 10, part one. (laughs) And then just some gaming news in general, because we have the PlayStation Showcase coming up next week. And then we have the Xbox showcase showing up on June 11th. Uh, So we'll talk about what's kind of expected there. Next week we'll have more news on what PlayStation actually did announce. And we'll see what's coming up with uh, Xbox. And then just a few more notes on uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe some criticisms I have for the title that uh, keeps it from being a perfect Zelda title for me. Um, We'll get into that too. So uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, Fast 10.
1: How was it? It's a movie. It's it's a movie that doesn't sound promising. It
0: should just be called Fast Ten Dom Saves because he just has to save everybody in this movie. (laughs) I can see why Justin Lin left mid production because all the notes and them trying to change the story and whatnot. Um, They spent maybe the first twenty to thirty minutes really trying to make you think that Jason Momoa was actually in Fast Five when he wasn't um they just
1: have him be a whole new guy it's like they like,
0: reshot an entire scene with people from that movie just to have him be inserted in, as uh as
1: the, a minor character in well there. no he's
0: he's the villain's kid apparently he d- oh never gets mentioned God. at all in five so uh so are
1: they going to come out with like a remake of fast five to so they can link it better? No,
0: no. They they, they spent so much time p- putting him in there that if oh you watch God. Ted, they'll be like, okay, yeah, so he had a son that he never mentioned who was like a crazy psychopath, well, Dante Reyes, who John- Jason Momoa plays, and who basically, when at the end of that movie, when Dom uh, charges them with the safe, and then uh, basically... He- whips the safe around uh-huh. and reyes his driver stops the car so he doesn't get hit but the other suv does the other suv was the one that jason momoa's character is supposedly in okay he supposedly died for two minutes or whatever he died for two but minutes. like he but the thing was is like his son was supposed to be like his heir. And all this stuff he has this big conversation that says like he would have been in the movie dude we would have saw him there um, and they also tie the Reyes to the agency, which is also, all they're called is the agency since there are no name agency in the vast, and Furious universe, that <laughs> the Reyes were, were getting into business with somebody at the agency at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, but it basically, that's like the first almost 30 minutes of the movie is, is them recapping <laughs> what happened at the end of Five to show that Dante's related to reyes where they could have just said yeah i'm Reyes' kid and we didn't need that backstory we just didn't need to know that reyes was the villain in five
1: so it's just like the last movie of like hey john sia is actually the brother of dom it's like at
0: what? least with, at least with that they did like it's a half hour so of like new footage showing a new no, backstory
1: but it was so unnecessary to have them be like oh this is dom's brother that we haven't mentioned in the past eight films
0: yeah, that was really weird, but that's because...
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, more like seven films at that it's time. Because like,
0: it's, it's because they couldn't get The Rock back for that, right? So they needed some other wrestler. Um, and then with all <laughs> this, we'll get to spoilers later on it, but we'll go into full spoilers about some oh, of the reveals oh in this God. and I'll let you know if you guys don't want that spoiled for you. But basically, Dante is showing up getting, wanting to get revenge, and like the one lesson his, da- his dad taught him, or one of the last things his dad told him before he died was... Uh, don't settle for mercy of giving somebody death and suffering is uh, what it demands. You got to make them suffer first. So Dante's out to somehow make them su- suffer by like breaking up their family, which is what Cypher did in the last movie, but Cypher did it in a much better way, like uh-huh. ha- with having Dom turn on everybody. Like that confused the fuck out of everybody more so than him basically just splitting up Dom and like a core group of them and basically have uh, two movies of Dom saving everybody. And then the other four running around trying to figure out how to get around when, oh, look, they lost their money now. Oh, look, they lost all their resources. Oh, look, they're now wanted by every agency in the world. How are they going to get out of this? It's like. It sounds messy. Team, yeah, Team B's doing their thing. Dom's doing his own thing. And then if somebody saves someone else, Dom has to save them even better.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because <laughs> it literally goes from. And then there's just like kind of almost another tangent of what John Cena's doing. Because at one point. Also, because they don't, they don't mention, they barely mention Brian at all in this. And yeah, they have, and they ask, have yet to kill like, him off. How
1: are they going to incorporate Brian into this, or write him off in a, another
0: I think, film? Because he doesn't appear at all in this one. Oh. I think what they're going to do is they're probably going to do a deep fake shit with the last movie to bring Brian back, because they, they obviously don't have the balls to kill him off screen
1: which they should you could just have like an actor in the blonde wig or uh one of his actual brothers that uh so they did It's like seven i think yeah seven when he died during a film was it during filming or was during their reshoots is when he he was in the accident and died but anyway but just have like one of his brothers be like the backhead shot and then just you kill him off you know it's like oh there's brian oh that's or just back. have dante and
0: kill them oh, like yeah. dante could go and kill brian off off like off screen on the side and yeah. that gives the motivation to go after dante even more so but i don't think they're gonna do that I bet you they're gonna do a deep fake to bring brian back
1: please, which no. is gonna
0: be really stupid it
1: doesn't look good
0: but with this movie you have like said, so you have three movies you have dom doing his thing you have a group of people on the team doing their own thing which is like ludicrous uh Tyrese Ram... The chick who plays Ramsey, who was in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. And, um... Han? Han. Because Han yeah. came back. Yeah, Han. Those four are running around doing their own thing, where they go then pick up Jason Statham... Okay. ...at one point. Uh, but then John Cena shows up, which is... Which what makes this weird is that... While Dom's off doing something else... Uh, him and Letty and them are trying to go save the others or whatnot... From when they figure out, like, Dante's setting a trap... Um Mia is babysitting Dom's kid who is called Little B or Brian. Which is Cuz they named him after Brian for so like you don't name your child after your best friend. Well, like you should name a
1: living best friend. Like,
0: like your best friend who's alive. Yeah, so like you would name your kid they should name the kid Paul after Paul Walker and that would have been a better tribute than naming yeah, him Brian. Yeah, call him Little Pete. Yeah, so they call him Little B the whole time, but oh like my god. Uh Mia is their babysitting. So it's like, why isn't Brian there when they all know what the situation is? Yeah, Brian's back wherever he's at with their own kid. They didn't bother to take little B back there. They just, she's just at Dom's house with little B when like she hits the fan, and then John Cena shows up and basically saves them. Mia runs off on her own. We don't ever see her again in this movie. So just as soon as she ran off to wherever Brian was at, did she
1: take little B with her?
0: No, John Cena takes him, and then this goes on this whole whole tangent, which is. Is a, kind of a big Whoa. joke, right? Like, John Cena shows up. He gets the kid out of the house. Out, out away from all this danger. Mm-hmm. And the kid walks up to this big, like, uh, Ram uh, tr- pickup truck. Like, oh, wow, this is cool. It's, like, all souped up. it's like, oh, no, no. I'm here in this, like, little Honda. Piece of shit, like, 87 Honda. With a with a uh, <sighs> a kayak boat on the top of it. Like, in a cover. The kid's like, what the fuck? So he gets in there. And then they go on this, this little road trip of uncle and nephew driving around. And him basically... Doing things to, like, lose their tail and stuff, and then uh doing some, some badass shit, and then it's not till the end that he actually, like, gets in his badass car, and they, they do shit there. I'll get into more of that when we, when we talk spoilers, but...
1: Okay. Like... So far, it sounds stupid as all <clears throat> hell. But like I
0: said, it's like, um... Well, there's also parts of this movie where I'm like, what were you... Th- what, what's your thought process here? Because, like...
1: What's the end game of all
0: this? Because... Basically, here we'll go getting into spoilers about the whole plot. So, like, spoilers if you if you now. like the Fast and Furious franchise and you're a big fan of it, go ahead and watch this. It does end on a cliffhanger, and the next movie is not slated till 2025. So you'll be wondering, you'll be waiting to see what happens. um what? Is it? Is well, why it?
1: Why didn't they just film it like back to back? That makes
0: who knows because they they had to do negotiation stuff, which we'll get into. Okay. Uh, here in a second. But basically, it's. The same ridiculousness as before. I think the other movie's ridiculousness, even with them going to space in the last one, um, flows a lot better than this. You can kind of tell how this is disjointed. I would say, out of all the Fast and Furious movies, this is probably the worst one.
1: Even compared to uh, (coughs) the third movie, Tokyo Drift?
0: Yeah, because the third movie is just kind of like, it's like a Han side adventure, which you can skip or you can watch. Mm Mm-hmm. And the only problem the biggest problem, of the third one is that like the is the opening sequence where you have the kid from home improvement who's like thirty playing a high school bully. Yeah. it's like none of these people are <sighs> the right age to be in high school. and none of these high school kids would be doing this type of thing that's like
1: or have the money to do this.
0: yeah, or take a fucking take his dad's corvette and drive it through and wrecking ball a wrecking ball of uh, a housing development. like nobody would race there. It's just stupid. Um, but other than that, like, as everybody knows, like when Fast Five came out, the series took off as being like this action spy like street version of like a Mission Impossible movie, and they kind of continue that theme going on. This one, the writing doesn't like necessarily land. So basically, what happens is this movie opens up, and this is all this is all the spoiler stuff. So moving on, you're gonna hear nothing but spoilers. This movie opens up with the mall at Dom's house doing a barbecue, whatnot. Dom's grandmother fucking shows up for the first time in this movie.
1: Wow.
0: Who, I don't even know who plays her. Um,
1: Just some, or it could be just some random old lady showing up. And she's like, I'm your grandma. And he's like, "Yes, your family now. Yeah, they
0: don't have the full lists of all cast cast crew. crew.
1: There you go. And IMDB
0: it. So, it'd be Abuela or it'd be like something Toretto.
1: Grandma Toretto. Where she, I would guess she would be towards the end. Listed af- alphabetically.
0: Gray agent. Yeah, don't
1: Dante. Know. Hang on. You scroll down. Dante's gang. No. No. There's party girl.
0: Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: Oh, they don't Start have uh, up, the grandma that. listed on
0: IMDb. Dante's little nobody. Contest. Wow. Yeah, else you're listed on IMDb. <laughs> I don't know who this actress is, but, like, she just shows up and it's like, oh, so Dom's parents are dead. Okay. And then no, they don't go live with their grandparents at all throughout the rest. Like, Dom goes to Dom a, goes, goes to jail, juvie. So, we'll, but Mia and them don't live with their abuela at all? Like, that but, doesn't make any sense for, yeah. like, a Mexican family. Um, so, uh... She shows up, gives gives sense. him big speech about family or whatnot, and during all this barbecue, like you hear that Tyrese is like being the leader or, what the fuck is Tyrese's name?
1: Tyre. Just just call him Tyrese. That's all everyone knows him has.
0: Yeah, he sh- He's talking about how yeah,
1: he- Tyrese and you he's got playing nervous.
0: Roman. So Roman's bi- sitting there bitch about like or talking about how he's the leader of this new mission that they're doing, and hey, all the intel checks out from Taj's in and all this. So him Taj. Ramsey and Han are going to go do this mission in Rome. Um, And so they go take off after the barbecue to go do that, where they're stealing some, like, computer... Basic computer technology junk. They don't even explain really what it is. It's just... There's a supercomputer here that we're going to be stealing or breaking into get in transit. Okay. (laughs) But then, um, little nobody who was Kurt Russell's protege in, like, nine or eight. Yeah, we... Yeah, he he's basically their new agency man. They 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 show up, and uh, later on, like tells on my way out. Um, this guy Dante's coming after you guys. He's like, oh well, where's uh? He says, hey, where's Roman? I was like, oh, they're in Rome working on your mission. He's like, oh, what mission? So it's like, Roman and Taj and all them put to this mission together, but nobody ever talked to little nobody to make sure it was fucking legit. legit. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're More. doing a job for the agency, but there was no agency contact to confirm it and if there this, was a random one you didn't go to little nobody to say hey who's is, this fucker? who's this fucker calling us? saying we need to do this job
1: yeah. oh, so that that right
0: there that falls apart so then they all uh dom and letty and little and little nobody all go to rome to try and get in contact with the team because it's like their communications are, are encrypted in off, so nobody can contact them to warn that this is a big trap that this dante dude's showing up um And in doing all this, like, Lenny's on a motorcycle, Dom's in his muscle car and whatnot, little nobody's in, like, an armored vehicle. The whole thing that they're actually stealing was a trap, which was to blame them for trying to blow up the Vatican. So there's this giant bomb in the truck, not a computer server that they thought they were going to steal. So
1: they didn't even bother to look in the
0: truck? Once they get in the truck, the truck locks itself. So Taj and Ramsey are locked in the truck, and they realize there's a bomb in the back. Okay. and that's where, like, what the fuck's going on, and that's when they finally turn off their encryption, and they finally talk to Dom, and get on the cops, and they realize what's happening. But the part where I'm like, so what's your end game here is that Letty decides to jump ahead to try and, like, go after, to try and help them, but she's on a motorcycle. And at one point, the bomb comes out of the truck, and it's just a rolling ball rolling down the hills of Rome towards the Vatican. Uh, it's like, what are you going to do, Letty? You're on a motorcycle. You're not going to stop this giant, like, three-ton rolling ball. Oh You're not going to stop the truck. She finally gets a job when Dante shows up on a motorcycle so she can go chase him, and then he fucking loses her. <laughs> but basically, she's not doing anything other than being putting herself in danger to be an, a problem later on.
1: Uh-huh. And, like,
0: I guess she does one thing that saves uh, a little nobody from, like, getting hit by... Jason Momoa or something, mm-hmm. but then again, this is where Dom shows up, and then Dom does something else to to basically save his life, and little nobody jumps out of the vehicle before the bomb, like, rolls over his car. He's alive, he rolls out of it, and then we never see him again.
1: Well, because no one ever dies in this, right? Well, except for a
0: few well, people. We'll get but... to that, but, like, he rolls out of it, and we never see him again. Then they introduce, like, this character Tess, who's played by Brie Larson, who's basically okay. Kurt Russell's actual daughter. So, okay. like, she's a little Miss Nobody. She works for the agency. Her, Kurt Russell is completely retired, so they say, oh, he's disappeared. We, nobody knows where he's at because...
1: Not even his own daughter. Apparently.
0: That's how they all refer to him. Oh, my God. And she's talking to the new head of the agency, which, which is by this guy, Ames, who is basically the guy who plays Reacher in the Prime uh, Amazon Prime series, Reacher. Yeah. Um he's like, no, fuck Dom and his crew. They're all criminals. We shouldn't have been working with them anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and he sets, after this whole issue in Rome happens, which, by the way, they don't blow up the Vatican. Dom fucking hits the bomb somehow with his car and it ends up in the river. And it
1: doesn't blow up.
0: It doesn't blow up and zero injuries in the city, too. Like, how? this thing explodes huge, too. You know, how, you know
1: too. how fucking narrow Roman streets are? Yeah,
0: and this is just falls in the river, like, next to the Vatican line, so it's like...
1: What the... F- the- and so it's more,
0: what's more unrealistic to us is like, oh, there's a few injuries, but there's no reported deaths at all after this bomb goes off in the river and blowing, like, the shockwave just blows shit away anyway, but no deaths, apparently. So what? the whole point of this was Jason What is Mo- this
1: point?
0: Jason Momoa is the only one that has a plan that has a point to it. His okay. whole point was he knew they were going to probably do something to prevent it from going up, but either they're going to blow up the Vatican or they're going to save the Vatican and maybe... S- kill a few people on his team or maybe not kill a few people either way the whole point was to then target them all as terrorists trying to blow up the vatican okay so then the whole crew gets tagged by not only the agency all the interpol all the cops so everybody has them tagged as terrorists Mm
1: -hmm.
0: aims that the agency is now cut them off is going to go after them Regardless of the fact that, hey, by the way, there's little there's little nobody who's still alive who actually should be running shit. I don't know why he just disappears and Ames is all suddenly in control of everything.
1: D- maybe, like, she <laughs> like, has him, hit him in the... Like,
0: he's not dead. He jumped out of the car and rolled around and got up, and then we just don't see him again.
1: Maybe he got kidnapped, and we just don't see it until the second movie, because they have to tie Maybe, and then they'll, fu-
0: they'll fill up that loose end or something.
1: Yeah, with a half hour of... Backstory but, bullshit. But basically
0: all that happens is Letty gets caught by the cops and the agency captures her. They go after uh, Dom's kid and Mia. They get away, as I said, when John Cena shows up. Okay. <laughs> Dom's out there uh, trying to hunt down Dante. So he goes to like Brazil and all this other shit and Tess is helping him get move around. So he
1: goes back to Brazil.
0: Yeah. Roman and all of them are trying <laughs> to get out of Rome. They end up in London and then they're running around. That's how they... Uh, Meet up Jason Statham, which comes with this weird scene where, like, yeah, Jason Statham ki- tries to kill Han in, in Fast Seven. Yeah. At the end of Fast Six, you see that Han's death was orchestrated by uh, Jason Statham's character. Um, but they go, and Kong says, Hey, I gotta take care of this myself. I'm like, oh, no, we got your back. So they go to this, like, little garage room warehouse. He opens up the door, and then him Han and uh, Jason Statham start fighting for some reason. It's like, but Okay.
1: If so, you were going to so fight- Shaw
0: already tried to kill him. He's alive. I think Shaw should already know this, maybe from the last one, but maybe not, because
1: well, was he in? No, he wasn't or? in the
0: last one. He was in the one before that with the, the submarine. Okay. So maybe he doesn't know. But like, why they're fighting? I don't get it. It's like, oh, you're supposed to kill the guy. He's still alive. Why are you fighting? The contract to kill him that you have, your beef As about it, ended. is kind of done with. So why would you try and and fight Hans still some more? Like, they have so it's just so they can have a big fi- a fight scene. Yeah, filler. Which is weird because Han actor uh, Sung Kang is not a martial artist actor. Like, well,
1: so they just assumed, oh, you're Asian, you must know martial arts. We're which gonna throw they you do in a
0: martial arts a f- fight
1: scene, like which why? they do a little
0: bit of fighting there, and then they end up fighting the agency that or cops that show up or whatnot. But it's like Sung Kang is not a martial artist actor. He's not known for martial arts. Why have this random fight scene? This seems unnecessary. <laughs> they fight. Han shows up, or uh, uh-huh. they show up, and he Jason Statham gets, ends up giving him giving that that group like all their assets that they need to get back to where that where they're trying to go, which is the rendezvous the rendez- point with Don, which we don't know where that's at yet.
1: Mexico, probably. Every-
0: everybody just knows they need to go to this rendezvous point, which we find out at the end, kind of where it's at.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So, but Jason Statham though says oh no, fuck this, I gotta go get my mom because Dante's gonna go after everybody that's ever helped them, including uh, Shaw on. and his family, which I'm assuming in the next movie we'll have more Helen Mirren, we'll have uh, Shaw's sister who was in Hobbs and Shaw, um, and we'll get more of the characters with those other movies coming back together. Okay. But Shaw just grabs a bunch of guns, a backpack and shit, gets in the car and leaves. Now we never see Shaw again. The other four people uh, use his assets, uh-huh. and they make their way to the rendezvous point while Dom's in Brazil, basically goading uh, Dante to the point where, like, now we have to have our mandatory drag race for some apparent reason. Where?
1: Because remember, this used to be about drag racing, yeah, and and car the, races? And
0: the stupid thing is, like, okay, Dante wants him to suffer, but like, he's in Brazil to do a drag race with four people. One is a new chick that you just meet at this like car uh-huh. at this like car setup. The other one is the gang- the street gangster in Brazil who backed Dom when Hobbs showed up at the street party uh-huh. and, like, pulled the guns on Hobbs and his crew in, in Fast Five. So, it's another, like, minor character who's friends with Dom, but we've only ever seen this person once. They race against – it's Dom, the gangster, the chick, and Dante racing. And the, the bet is, like, hey, if I win, uh, Dante, go- Dante fucks off and leaves him alone – if Dante wins, he always says, "Hey, just don't lose." Uh, but Dante's whole gimmick okay, is he wants Dom to choose which who's he gonna save. So he puts bo- he's planting bombs in, on their cars, and it's like save the gangster guy or save the girl that you just met two seconds ago who's talking shit like she's a badass, who we have no idea who she is yet. Uh-huh. For some reason, Dom saves her. Like. Oh.
1: Well, because it, it's a
0: chick. She well, has boobs. So yeah, a He knows something we don't know that we find oh out after he saves her is that she's <laughs> Elena's sister, which is the mother of his child, which that doesn't even make sense in this fucking series. How this kid, this kid who, Little B, is played by Leo Aboyo Perry, who, how old is this kid? I should say he was born. I don't know.
1: He looks about seven.
0: Uh, he's got yeah. to be like 10 or something in this.
1: He's ten years old in this film. Uh,
0: biography. <laughs> well, he
1: was in Blackish.
0: Interesting. Yeah, he was one of the anyway. kids in, Bla- in the show Blackish. Um, but like, but anyway, he's at least ten or eleven as the child is in this movie or something. So there's no way that like even the timeline of her having a kid when it makes no fucking sense. But this is her sister that we never knew. She's never mentioned. She left her job as a as a police officer, and was either undercover with Dom the whole time he was with her, and never met, bothered to mention.
1: Oh yeah, I nobody a mentioned
0: sister. the sister or anything, but like I guess she's mentioned it to Dom, and Dom knew her because she's because she has the same eyes or some shit like that.
1: Or showed her a picture. Basically, or...
0: she's just damsel in distress. Oh
1: my god! So
0: why? Yeah, it's really stupid. So Dom, they lose dumb. the race because he saves her life. Blah blah blah. This Dante is... then kidnaps her at one point. And then we go back to with to the uncle nephew trip with uh, John Cena and be like just traveling around and he's like, hey, why are we walking around the airport? Shouldn't we? We don't want to be seen, right? It's like no, we want to lose our tail. We got to first make sure we catch the tail first. So they get on the plane. Apparently he's paid for some paid some backhanded ways of where like. The kayak on the on the top of his boat was actually a fucking glider, and they, they drop it out of the back end of this passenger plane somehow. Okay. Like, this passenger plane has a cargo hole that opens up on the bottom, which makes no sense. It's not no, that's what? not on a passenger plane at all. Uh. It basically turns into a military plane for some reason. So these use glider glider, whatever. They end up at the rendezvous point, which is I have no idea where the fuck it, this place is. But they get there. They end up knowing that Dante apparently knows where they're all at. Everybody's about to converge there. They end up going driving off in uh, John Cena's like rock uh, bomb uh, missile car. He has basically missile uh, bomb launchers on the side of his car that he shoots out. Of course, out. he does. Um, that's where he meets up with Dom on the highway, and they basically he tells his kid because he's talking at the beginning. His, he teaches his kid to drive in the parking lot and uh, like drift and whatnot. And he's like, "Okay, son, it's time for you to remember the driver finish that driver lessons, Find your line, feel the flow." And and make your turn and what that all I was what referring to shit is this All this was referring to the fact that they're going to like basically end up spinning together and their kid's gonna jump from one car to the other one. Oh my god. Which he does of course he's safe for whatnot, and then Of course I don't believe this for a fucking second, but then John Cena goes. Oh my god. And buys Dom time. This is after Dom's taken out two helicopters with his car, by the oh, way. Oh,
1: okay. That's believable.
0: Yeah, the fact that somehow the car, the cables connected to the helicopter to the car no longer are attached after the helicopters are done Sh- serving their sure, purpose.
1: Sure, sure.
0: John Cena then basically pulls some levers. His car uh, missiles basically point down, and he blows his car up and to land on the others pursuing vehicles and blows up. So we assume that Jacob is dead. But they buried multiple characters in this franchise, and they've all fucking come back to life. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again at, like, the end of 10, or end of the part 2. Oh, God. But basically, Dom's got his kid. He's in his car. Uh, the agency is now working with them because they know that who Daunte, uh, Ames knows who Dante is. And for some reason, is directing him to an airfield. Off of uh, Access Street, but somehow this Access Street ends up on the top of a dam, which makes no fucking sense because this isn't like the Hoover Dam where like there's maybe like a road that drives across it. Yeah, it's just a regular fucking dam. Dam, and at the top of it, there's like no road to go anywhere. So why would your why would you have a road for a car to suddenly get up there? So, apparently, he's at the top of the dam. He's cornered. turns out that Ames was working with Dante from the very beginning, even back in Fast Five, because he was the agency contact that the Reyes family was going to connect with. Uh So, Ames backstabs him. Uh, The cargo plane that supposedly Roman and all of them are on... Uh, he shoots down with a rocket launcher and what we see is a, that a missile is coming to the plane and gets hit and it crashes behind a mountain. We don't know if they're alive or dead. They're probably all fucking alive. Uh-huh. They probably weren't even, probably wasn't even the same fucking plane. Who knows? Donald's f- pinned by like two gasoline trucks that like charge each other and then he charges off the fucking dam.
1: Okay, that's sure. So that's
0: the scene you see in the trailer. He's jumping off the dam with his kid in the car and all the explosion. He makes it, drives down a dam and somehow survives, right?
1: Why isn't CPS ever called to get that poor kid away from this this man granted
0: this is the first time this kid's ever been in any of this type of crazy shit
1: no 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 so in the last movie they're like all right let's practice you staying safe as they rip out guns from the
0: barn yeah they're living in a barn though so i mean oh
1: my god no that kid needs to be in
0: which is weird because he's talking about that movie too right like they had a whole hiding hole and like escape room for him to go to yeah they say the same shit in this movie about the house and the kid just runs to the bathroom hides behind the toilet
1: are you <laughs> it's like shitty? so
0: you don't you didn't in this you new house that you built you didn't build a, a safe room for him
1: you didn't build like a little crawl space thing yeah at, so like oh no my. there was
0: no like secure hiding place for You're, him your
1: secure hiding place is behind the toilet no one will ever look there so
0: meanwhile with all this fuck letty oh
1: god Beb. is
0: a in a black site prison uh, where cypher is also as so, well because also in the beginning of this movie the way dom and all of them know something's going down is cypher shows up at his front door beat to shit because Dante took all her assets.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. Dante's big thing is not that he has money and power, is that um the big trump card that he shows when in the very beginning is that he goes after everybody who worked for you. So like with Cypher she had a whole whole crew of people. Um he basically kidnapped all their families and the one guy he does kill show that he's shows social force he's like yeah uh, that guy didn't have anybody have a family or anything, so I just killed him. But everybody else in this room has a family, kids, wife, whatever. I kidnapped all of them, and I'm going to kill them unless you guys join me. So they all turn on Cypher. That's how she gets her ass kicked and ends up at Dom's door and tells him about who Dante is. So Cypher and Ledger in this prison that's apparently in Antarctica. They have some plan to get out that I guess Tess somehow helps with. They don't know exactly how. I guess she puts she injures her in a way that she ends up in the um, medical facility with Cypher at the same time.
1: Okay.
0: They beat the shit out of each other for apparently no reason. I thought it was gonna be set up as a diversion, it was just an excuse to have Letty fight Cypher for again, real we no need a reason. Girl fight. It's more yeah. like I'm pissed off at you, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you for the next four minutes, then I'm gonna try to escape by myself, realize oh shit, we're in Antarctica Climbed down the giant vent like it just went up, and then Cypher's there with, oh, here's jackets and boots so we can actually get out, and then now we're going to work together to get the fuck out of here.
1: It's stupid. Yeah,
0: they get out, they're crossing uh, Antarctica, and then boom, the submarine from fucking 9, or no, from Fast 8 shows up.
1: Eight. Oh, God.
0: it's like, oh, I guess, yeah, Cypher still has that submarine.
1: Why? Why? Because you could just buy a submarine. Although,
0: no, they blow it up, though. Yes. So
1: So this is a brand new submarine. Yeah.
0: So she has a submarine that shows up. And guess who pops out of the top of it? Gal Gadot. Sure.
1: It's
0: like... Okay, this bitch fell off a runway that was twenty six miles long, and nobody went back to go see her find the body. Judas
1: <laughs> Priest, Judas Priest. Oh my
0: god. They're just like, oh, she's gone. Let's she's not gone. go. Let's she's, not,
1: she went into the blackness.
0: Let's, let's not because of let's, night. She's dead. Let's not go back and see and bury her or anything. But apparently, she shows up. Probably been working with Cipher the whole time. Who the fuck knows? But she's there to rescue them. Dom and the kid, now back in the dam, have, like, escaped the big explosion at the top, end up at the bottom, get out of the wrecked car, just to find out that Dante's like, okay, your suffering's over, now it's time to die, and Dante's planted huge explosives all over the dam, he's about to burst the dam open on him. Okay. Movie ends. So, so, so we're over with the quill finger, it's like, Dom doesn't have a car, his car's fucked up, and that was like, his his big catchphrase at the end was like, you took my family, you took this, you took this, but you know the one thing you didn't take? My fucking car, and drives off the dam with it, right? His car's fucked up. Supposedly his crew just crashed a plane. The other guy helping him betrayed him. But uh, he's
1: in Antarctica. He, Gadot and- and
0: yeah, they're in Antarctica. And he's at the bottom of a, of a valley where a dam's at the dam's about to blow. Uh, People, The people who are excited to see this movie in the theater at the back of the theater talking like, man, I can't wait to see how they get out of this one. It's like, oh, yeah, because this is impossible to get out of. It's god. so much bullshit. Unless Kurt then Russell-
1: rock's going to show up! Unless
0: Kurt Russell shows up and pulls him out of it or something, right? Oh my right? god.
1: This is so- I'm glad I didn't yeah. spend money to see this. So- I'm happy you saw it! Just,
0: the just other stuff with this-
1: fuck?
0: Is that during this whole movie, you're like, he's really fixated on Dom because they stole the money. Okay. Okay. But Dom's crew didn't kill his dad. No. They threw the safe, kill, basically killed Mamor or threw his car off the bridge. And then Dom's car got tossed into the SUV that they were in, killed the guy that was driving. But Ray has lived and, like, crawls out of the car. Yeah. Asks for help. The Rock shoots him two times in the head. And then so says, he should
1: be going after The Rock.
0: Yeah. So the ending credit sequence here is a tactical team's like, crashing a house or something. And they get to get somewhere in the pho- and there's like a setup for a phone there. It rings, and it's Ray saying, "Hey, I'm doing all this stuff, but who I really should be after is you're the one who killed him." And then this guy takes off his fucking helmet, his tack gear, his mask. And it turns out it's the Rock. It's like, oh, okay, so all the bullshit about the Rock refusing to be in the movie is a lie, I guess. And the Rock's gonna be in the next one because Dante's going after him as well. So the next movie, Gal Gadot's back, Hans back. The Rock's going to be in it. Uh, only person who's probably not coming back to life is Elena because we saw a bullet go into her head, but who knows? They may Maybe they'll bring her back somehow.
1: Wait, you know? so who's dead?
0: What people who are supposedly dead is Jacob, John Cena.
1: Well, he's coming back probably. But
0: we'll probably see him come back to life somehow unless they keep him dead.
1: Well, resurrection.
0: Uh, Elena is dead because Sarah put a bullet in her well, head. Well, yeah. Um, or did but she? I'm sure they'll do a flashback or something with her saying something meaningful. And then I'm sure they're going to have Brian show up as a deepfake uh, actor for some other parts on the last bit of this m- movie. Like, this last story bit is just so far-fetched. Oh. It's ridiculous. And like I said, it's like, you have the group split up, and they're not really doing anything of any interest. Or even, value. Or to value. Help. Or even recruiting each other. It's just kind of shit happening after shit. Uh. And then Dom's just there saving everybody he can save, um, to a crazy extent where it's like, good lord, dude, this is, this, is bad. this used to be like a team, team and like plan and execute movie series, and now it's just turned into Dom saves everybody. Um, makes you think everybody is dead when which we all know they're fucking not, and they're all gonna come back for the next film. Because no
1: one officially dies. And then
0: finally kill Dante, I guess. I mean. The, I would think the whole point of this would be something like what they did in John Wick 4, where the whole point was, like, there's consequences for all your actions. So everything that John Wick did and all the shit that kept happening to him in 4 was due to the consequences of what was happening. Uh-huh. That's kind of theme in John Wick 3 and 4. was every- The
1: consequences of your actions. Yeah,
0: everything. Because even in that, it was like when, Don- when uh, Donnie Yen kills the uh, hotel manager of the Osaka Hotel... Uh, or the yes, the Osaka Hotel. He recognizes to the ki- to his daughter like, "Hey, come find me when you're ready." And that's how that ending credit sequence is with her showing up with a knife, about to go after Donnie. Ann. It's like there's still you're always gonna have people after you if you do this line of business. Yeah. So I don't know how they end this series with everybody finally living happily ever after. Since there's probably gonna be some random bystander who nobody knew about that's gonna be somebody important who got killed or got. <laughs> Hurt is going to come after them later on. It's um, so stupid. yeah, the next movie is fr- going to be really fucking stupid. I hope they
1: end it after the <clears throat> next movie. It's if not, it's like it's a 3 parter or well, something.
0: Well, the new director's like, Oh, I can see us doing more movies. Oh, it's no. like, No, dude, you no. Got, congratulations. Not so much to fucking uh, Vin Diesel because he's taken over this franchise, but like for seven movies, it's a Paul Walker franchise. Yeah, the story is all about Paul Walker's character, not really Dom's, until after uh, Paul Walker dies, and then it becomes Dom's team and all this stuff. Um, who ends up doing all this, doing all these crazy adventures? It's like half the team that's there are people that fucking Brian knew, not and Dom, brought in and brought in, not Dom. So th- congratulations to them getting a ten movie series out of it, and they'll get their love of movie made. Um, but like the franchise needs to end by this point. They're no longer, the car racing scenes they are throwing in there are feeling like, oh yeah, remember cars? Here, we do car races too. And, like <sighs> nothing flows correctly. Like the writing on this is really disjointed and really weird. Yeah. So like, again, if you're a big fan of the series and you've seen all the movies, why not? It's good, good popcorn it's movie, but matinee, it's...
1: Matinee, maybe? Yeah, definitely
0: a matinee. Like I saw it in, but I mean... It's 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 what it is. Like you you knew where the franchise was going when they went to space in the last movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so that's that's movies for now. Um, well, it,
1: we did watch a Super Mario Brothers movie oh, that's that, true, that came yeah. out um, uh, for purchase and not yet streaming, but you can purchase it. Purchase it on, purchase it on, it on streaming on, platforms. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was actually it. It what made over a billion dollars or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's one it's probably the highest grossing video game movie ever made. And it makes sense. Um all the bullshit you hear where people are like, Oh, it made it was successful because it wasn't woke. It's like yeah. eh, no. This movie, this movie stuck to its roots of what the plot was, but Princess Peach wasn't a damsel in distress. She fucking took charge most of the time. hmm Mario it was the one who's kind of like the buffoon who like gets out gets is successful through luck. Yeah. Um but it was good because they stuck to the archaic plot of bowser just wants to marry peach and yes. he is what he thinks his love is fucking misguided and stalkery and what people would call creepy but that's like that's the plot of the whole game was that bowser kept kidnapping the princess because he wanted to marry her mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that she didn't like him um yeah so all the actors did a great job uh jack black as bowser was was great uh, I honestly i got over chris pratt's voice fairly quickly yes um, the original guy who did who does who did the original voice for Mario in Mario sixty four, actually is in this. He plays Mario's father. Mm-hmm. Mario um, and Luigi. And he goes, father. yeah, it's me, Mario. Like he does does the the line. So it's pretty there's cool.
1: so many little Easter eggs. You see the. Uh the intro for the Super Mario's TV show, they do that. Yeah, they do I the actual rap
0: from the TV show, yes. which I was surprised. And they integrated it so well because it's like, oh, they're plumbers and this is their commercial that they're running to get plumbing business was the Mario rap from the uh, Super Mario TV show with the wrestler. That was fucking amazing. That was um, so
1: good. And then all the little sound bites and boops. Yeah, they have the, 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 the
0: GameCube opening sound. They have. Uh, it is nostalgia all over for, like, everything Mario and every type of Mario game. They have and Smash Brothers sets. Yes. They have the Jumpman arcade game in the background.
1: He plays Kid Icarus at one point. Yeah,
0: they, uh, pl- yeah, they have a Kid Icarus game that, they, that they're playing. Um, the stuff that's set up for the Donkey Kong fight and the Donkey Kong music from Donkey Kong Country and all the Donkey Kong games are in there um, work really, really well um, and play out great. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's exactly what everybody said. It's a great movie. Uh, it's perfect for kids and family. And I think they nailed it. Nailed it knowing that what Nintendo thinks, what Nintendo is. is as much as people bitch about how the Switch needs to be upgraded to be more than just HD, it needs to be 4K, they need to have 60 frames a second, they need to be catchy up with PlayStation and all that. The reason why Nintendo doesn't do that and why they don't care about that is because they see themselves as a toy company. Their demographic is kids. Their demographic is not the... 18 to 35 or 25 to 40 plus people who grew up playing their games. Yeah. Their demographics are still kids. And so they made a kids movie focused on the basis of their game and just played it out. And it's super successful because it's great for kids and families. Much like... We think of one of the most successful kids movies out there. Shrek is one of them. And I would say Shrek Mm -hmm. is not a beloved fucking movie by a lot of adults. It's just oh, I can watch this and my kids can watch this.
1: No.
0: Where it's, like, I feel like Shrek has some good bits well, to it. Well,
1: Shrek also has a lot of adult humor thrown in there. Yeah, but I feel that like... the adults go, ha, 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 funny.
0: Yeah, where I feel like, that's uh, to me, I feel like it's a mediocre kids movie that is very, very popular because both kids and adults can watch it. Where well, here's a very popular kids film... That adults who grew up playing Mario or playing who play games now will still enjoy it just as much as kids do. Maybe get more references, but the kids will get just as many because they play Mario Kart, they play yeah, they Donkey play Kong this Country, with
1: their parents. Hopefully, they
0: play they play Mario games. They'll get a lot of the references anyway. So I feel like this hits the perfect medium there, and it will be remembered more fondly because people remember Mario very fondly, mm-hmm. whereas. Shrek is just a franchise that was his own thing and it doesn't really call back to anything else. Like, yeah, that's memorable. Well, it calls
1: back to uh, pop pop culture at the time. Yeah, which, which is makes what it made dated. it, yeah, which makes it dated now. But at the time, it was, that's why it was popular.
0: Yeah. And then I guess this thing is that it's a very popular movie and show that is dated, where this I don't feel will ever be dated because even if they don't come up with another Mario uh, Kart game, this. The Mario Kart sequence captures every Mario Kart game ever made. Yeah, the the Mario sequences, the Smash Brothers sequences, they capture every type of of version of that game that's ever been made, um, which people will still be playing well afterwards. And you know, Mario's the Nintendo's going to make more of those games because those are their cornerstone franchise games that they make. Yeah. So it do- doesn't feel dated. It doesn't feel like it's, it will ever be dated because it all fits very well. Um, so I would like to see if, like, they do a second one. I'd like I'm to see sure if,
1: they'll do a second one with how much money they made from this.
0: I'd like to see them, like, int- integrate more of, like, the Wario, Waluigi, the yeah. Luigi Mansion, Daisy stuff more. Daisy
1: would be nice to have in there.
0: <clears throat> Daisy, yeah. If they integrate more of, like, the old, more of the, even the old school, even some of the new stuff, where they had, like, hints to uh, explore. Mario
1: Gla- Galaxy they had hints too in I- this.
0: Yeah, they had the uh, Adventure Toad. Yes. Um,
1: so Paper Mario stuff in there.
0: Yeah. So like they have a lot of stuff in there. That, like if you watch it, you'll probably find even more uh, stuff in there that is because uh, there's also Easter a bunch of eggs.
1: stuff happening in the background too.
0: Yeah. So it's definitely great. a lot of fun. W- well worth it. I can totally see how the Super Mario Land that they did in Universal Studio matches up with this movie thing very well. Because uh, like in the restaurant, they get attacked by Bowser, Bowser while on the screens, like while you're eating in there. So like it makes sense. Uh, very fun. Uh, definitely can wa- rewatch watch over and over. Mm-hmm. And it'll end up being probably becoming a family classic, just like Shrek and all that, And the, except that this won't be a dated movie. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, I don't see it dating <clears throat> itself.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like, oh, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, remember that was funny 20 years ago? Remember they're referencing 90s music? No, it's this is all Nintendo references that everybody will get for generations and generations to come. So yeah. that'll be really d- w- done well. Um, so definitely go see that. Go if you haven't seen it, buy it. It's definitely worth the full price of a movie ticket. There, fast five, fast ten, no
1: <laughs> matinee,
0: or wait for streaming or something. Just no, wait for cable. Wait for both of them to be out so you can watch the whole fucking story at once. Yeah, <laughs> um, sure. So another video game news: What's coming up next mm-hmm. week is PlayStation Showcase on the twenty fourth. That's going to be at one p.m. Pacific time. Um, big things that we expect to see there. We're obviously going to see a Spider-Man, uh, trailer, Mm -hmm. which will have most likely the release date that everybody's waiting for. Uh, I'm assuming this game is probably going to include Miles Morales as well somehow in it, or, but you're probably going to be playing mainly as Spider-Man or as Peter Parker. Um, the first game was really good. I liked it on PlayStation 4 when I have not played, got a PlayStation 5, have not played the new PlayStation 5 version. Miles Morales was a great Spider-Man game as well. Um, so... And Yak is doing a great job. That. I wish those games would not be exclusive, but that's how PlayStation plays it. Um, Final Fantasy 16, a lot of people are excited about. Meh. I haven't seen anything in there that makes me excited about Final, about Final Fantasy in years. Even Final Fantasy 15 was just a meh game for me.
1: It's just a road trip.
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really like an epic tale like how I feel like Final Fantasy 7 was yeah uh there's rumors that maybe there might be a silent hill 2 remake which silent hill 2 is probably the most popular one of that franchise Mm -hmm. um that's the one where you have the secret the secret ending everybody knows about is the The uh, shiba Shiba. inu uh controlling everything um rumors of a Melgar solid 3 remake whether it be snake eater which was super popular on playstation 3 um, I never got into that game. One, I did not have PlayStation 3 at the, point, at the moment, um, but I never picked up on Xbox either just because that version of the game looks so muddy and blurry because, like, they're trying to push the graphics as much as possible in the animations. Yeah. Um, but it tells the story of how Big Boss becomes Big Boss because it takes place in the past. Mm-hmm. Which, in Metal Solid, like, lore and all that, I can see why that's a very important game. So the they do remake that, that'd be interesting. Other news was like Last of Us multiplayer, which nobody yeah. cares. Um, the Wolverine game might get more information. Who knows? That would be interesting. But that's probably going to be another uh, exclusive. And Sony is pushing for exclusive exclusives. Even though, as we said last week, like Microsoft, suppo- uh, the EU overruled the UK. Um, the UK still hasn't approved it. We don't know exactly what that means there, but I mean... The rest of the world seems to be fine with the Activision deal, so we'll have to see exactly what happens there. Um, but that's going to happen next week. We'll have more news on exactly what they release. What, if there's anything new that we haven't heard about that's coming out, mm-hmm. pretty sure Lost it's going to be exclusive. I wouldn't be I'd be surprised to hear them be announcing anything that would be cross platform, uh, unless it's like a timed exclusive, which seems to be a year on most things. Um, other than that, like I said, the Xbox uh, in June. is in June 11th, is when they're going to have theirs. There's going to be an Xbox showcase, and then right after their showcase, there'll be a Bethesda uh, Starfield. Starfield specific showcase, which will probably be another half hour, four or five minutes, an hour max, maybe. I'm hoping for at least an hour or more, because the more information they can get on Starfield to make people feel confident about it, the better they're going to be. Yeah. But we're definitely probably going to see Cyberpunk there as well because Cyberpunk Phantom Liber- Liberty is rumored to be as soon as they announce it after the Cyberpunk <sighs> stuff that they might be releasing it within a month after the announcement. Oh. So that people doubt that this is going to be coming out right after the announcement. Like, hey, it's out now. Go buy it. Or, It'll be out tomorrow. Because there are rumors of like a press-only viewing. So it makes oh. no sense to do a press-only showcase where press people can go and play it and demo it, and then immediately release it to the public. It makes more sense to do that, and then a couple weeks it comes out. Right. Um, But the rumor is, basically, after they give a release date, within a month of that showcase, they should be releasing it. So Phantom Liberty, hopefully by the end of June, we'll have that. Uh, Hellblade 2, uh, that should be on the showcase for Xbox because they've been talking about it, but we don't know anything else on it.
1: Hopefully that comes out. Is soon. there a Fable
0: game? I seriously doubt anybody's doing, working on a Fable game at Microsoft, but... That's something else that should be that should have more information. Perfect Dark, a lot of people were talking about that. Perfect Dark was a Goldeneye clone, so I don't know why people think Perfect Dark is this like end all be all fucking like that game's gonna save Xbox. Like No, <laughs> it was a Goldeneye clone with like cool with a different like corporate espionage story, but it was a Goldeneye Engine clone that Rare made. Yeah. The second game that came out on three sixty was okay, but it wasn't fucking groundbreaking either. So uh, to me, like Perfect Dark is like when they say they're coming out with like Phantom Dust again. It's like this game was a mediocre at best. It has its niche fans. Why are you bother remaking it? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been an Indiana Jones game in the talks. Haven't heard much about that. Maybe they'll have any th- something on that.
1: Well, if they do it, <clears throat> they would need to put it out fairly soon since yeah. the movie's coming out, and yeah. that's the perfect time to get it out and get. People I'd be surprised
0: it. if anything Xbox announces was coming out immediately, other than like some well, some garbage indie games. Because honestly, the Xbox platform and Game Pass has turned into yeah, we have games coming out every week. A lot of them are sh- crap indie type type titles that you want to play. Like, remember, like no, Luca, no. Yeah, the <laughs> Xbox arcade games—they were crap, shitty the little titles that people can make well, it's quickly. Just shovelware, that's and, all yeah, it was, and that's what Game Pass is turning into. When it's mm-hmm. like, oh look, here's these new games on Game Pass every week. It's like, yeah, all that is shovelware. Maybe Are one's you a good saying title.
1: If they made a remake of Lo- No Luca, no, you wouldn't play it.
0: I'm not gonna buy it.
1: <laughs> well, if it was on Game Pass, you would play it, wouldn't you?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Um State of the K three, uh State of the K. We're not. I was not a big fan of any of those games. Uh, the whole survival horror thing is just meh because they put a lot of emphasis on the survival bit of it. State of K 2, my understanding, was very buggy. State of Decay 3, they've announced years ago, and we haven't seen anything on that yep. other than their intro trailer, much like Fable. Um, the Coalition, I have no idea what the hell the Coalition's been doing. As a studio that Microsoft has owned for years, the last thing they came out with was Gears, what, 5?
1: That was a while ago, yeah. too.
0: Yeah. Um, are they going to do a collection, like Master of Collection, people are, are making rumors up of? Maybe they could do that. Uh, bring Gears to PC, I guess. I Most people who play Gears are done with Gears and don't care.
1: Or maybe a new game? Who knows?
0: I've, I doubt it, it but... It would be best if Collection came up with something new, because like, I was excited for Gears 5 until I got to the point where they, like they realized, oh, this new enemy is just the same one. Oh, I was like, well, then Why? that's that's not interesting, dude. Like, come up with a new enemy for them to fight. Yeah. Which, like Halo, they have the same problem. Like, they couldn't come up with a new villain that was as good as the Covenant or the Flood. You got they came up with the Forerunner ones, but those were meh. Yeah. And they obviously didn't want to stick with that. And then Halo Infinite comes up with a new villain at the end, but you never get to actually fight those. You have no idea like what the capabilities really are on that <laughs> on that uh, state of it. So who knows. I would think Coalition would... Microsoft would like, hey, come up with a collection set like Master Chief Collection, mm-hmm. and they'll try to use that to um, uh, move consoles or or whatnot. Or they'll bring the whole thing to console and PC, which is to be their MO. We'll have to see what happens. Um, honestly, I think more people are excited to see what Starfield has. I'd hope they would drop something big because there's nothing coming out between now and Starfield. Yeah. Um, no big games, nothing anybody seems to care about is landing on the platform. Starfield was a complete bust. So we have no idea what anybody's going to be spending their time playing well, other than Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which, on that note, I oh, still yeah. think it's a contender for year, Game of the Year. It probably will get it, but I still think it has some major flaws like Breath of the Wild had where the ambient music is very light um, there and you very rarely ever hear the main Zelda theme. I, I want to hear... The classical Zelda theme that you hear while you're wandering through the open world—that would be a nice melody to have playing throughout the entire game. But mm-hmm. it's not there. Um, as all the like reactions to the trailers and everything, it was like, "Oh, cool! Temple dungeons are back." They're not back. There are temple temples you have to go through for the main story, but they're not puzzle rooms. There's not a master uh, key in there. There's not a item uh, in uh, in each uh temple that you need in order to uh, traverse it. Um, it's basically just the same thing as, as uh, Breath of the Wild where it was go activate these five these five things using a unique power that you get for each temple uh, and then go fight the boss. Mm-hmm. And the reason, yeah, I did say there's unique power for each temple you have to use, but it's a unique power you get before you even get to go to the temple. Because oh. you have to take a companion from that area with you who will have some type of ability that will help you traverse or help you get through something that's what's needed to activate
1: the boss or or active
0: activate the things to unlock the door to the boss so what they need to do to make the perfect like remake of an original zelda game is they've done everything perfect already so far they just need to add the fucking music back in and then give us like three three light world temples and like seven Uh, to eight dark world temples or uh, boss or levels where it's puzzle rooms, keys to lock doors, an item in each of those areas that are made specific to helping you get through that area as well as you'll be able to use in future levels as well. Um, And a boss. Like, they need to follow the old formula of, like, Link to the Past. Add that to what they have currently, and then you'll have the quintessential perfect Zelda game mm-hmm um the dark world in this one is interesting that it's underneath uh hyrule but it's um it's not technically all barren and flat it's just um it's not a super interesting world to look at because a lot of it's dark but, and there are like chasms and things here and there but you got to find them um that's the interesting part of it but there's more they could do with it i like to see them do more basically the next title bring back the, ori- the original type of temples um and then you'd have like the perfect Zelda game, I would say. Okay. Um, because like this is like original like there's markers for like your main missions, but other than that, everything else in this game that you need to do, as far as getting the different outfits that are beneficial, weapons, and all this, there's no answer or no direction for it. Even when I went to like the Lost Woods to say, all right, can I get to where the Master Sword was in the original game? Um, there was no like sign saying, hey, follow this or do this. Follow through. this. Because the lost the lost woods are supposed to be like you can't get through it unless you know a certain key to do it. Right. The original game, you had to actually you had find a guy a random guy in a cave who just said what to do but it had no context of what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He would say like go north north west west south north northwest, and that's all he would say. You have to go to the uh, lost woods and do that pattern to unlock how to get through it. Yeah. But there was no context between the two clues. Here. In a Breath of the Wild it was like, hey, follow the 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 smoke from the torch. There's nowhere to light a torch and there's no follow the smoke thing in Tears of the Kingdom. You go in there and I just get engulfed by fog and get spit out at the front. So it's like I gotta so, wait to, I wait till I find somebody who tells me something <laughs> about this area that for me to get through. Yeah. Um I haven't tried to just dropping from the top of the like the area's covered with a dome, so pretty much as soon as you fall in there they'll just spit you up at the front. Um But like that's what made original Zelda so much fun was that when we originally played it, we didn't even play the temples in order because we found level 1, we found level three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 9, and it wasn't until we got towards the end or we got to somewhere where we're like, I can't get to this other spot. What am I missing? Oh, we've completely forgot we missed level 2. We had to go yeah. and find where level 2 was. Um, That's what made the original Zelda fun because it was a complete exploration. There's times where you're sitting there burning every bush to see if there's a secret somewhere or an entrance to a level. That's kind of how... Breath of the Wild, and this feels when you're trying to find the side stuff, where they where they have marked where the main stuff is, but all the side stuff is like you got to try and find it and figure out where it's at. Yeah. Um, And as you progress, you'll get things that help make that make that easier. If you go through the hassle of doing those things and finding them, Mm -hmm. Um, which today's gamers, I can see why it's a hassle. Why a lot of people are watching videos like do these 15 things first because it's like. That's spoilers, but you just get thrown into it, and there are people who are doing things fairly creative, but they've skipped a, si- a simple step, like, oh, you didn't go talk to everybody in the first town you, you show up at. If you did that, you would have got the glider, where that one guy went and did a glider-specific mission,
1: and yeah. luckily
0: he landed on his horse, Yeah, <laughs> and so he didn't die when he when he had to jump out of the balloon. Um, those are creative solutions to things, but they you, I hate to have to guide people to go like do these basic things, but like you need to trade, like an old school game where you talk to every single person in every area so that you get all the information you need. Yeah. Um Well, that's my Chris is when that again it'll probably get Game of the Year, but I think it there there's a better Zelda game coming if they can just add more add a little bit more to what people liked and tweak a few things. So it's not 100% perfect. It's getting there. One more Zelda iteration, they could totally do it. But by then, I think they're probably going to revamp the whole system. They're not going to do a Breath of the Wild oh, yeah. three. So I'll we'll have to see what happens. All right. Anything else?
1: Oh, uh, no. That's that's it. Unless you're going to go see the Little Mermaid this week? Oh, fuck no. Oh, why not?
0: I'm not interested in seeing cash grabs.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: But, uh, yeah, so Fast 10, if you're a fan, you'll, you'll probably enjoy it. If you're not a fan, go see a matinee or wait till it comes out. Mario movie, definitely go see that. We'll have more information on the PlayStation stuff next week, and yes. then we'll give you information on the Xbox news as that comes out. So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Bye. <laughs>